the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. I'm Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. So in addition to my JT, as you know, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law. I'm a master of the laws of taxation law, and I'm also a master of the laws of intellectual property laws. And both of my master's degrees were obtained from my favorite alma mater, Golden Gate University School of Law, which is located in beautiful downtown San Francisco. And because of my training, my experience, my expertise, and my interests, I primarily practice bankruptcy law, debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course, taxation law. And I'm proud to say that as part of my practice, I'm sometimes able to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves victims of the various forms of financial abuse. So as always, I once again am able to say that I am so pleased to be able to come to you from the beautiful KFAX studios, which are located in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting families and small business owners. However, as always, I must once again ask you to please know that this show does not give legal advice, so that means I'm not giving you legal advice. Uh, As I told you, um, I have to, uh, that is a two-way conversation for the same reason I'm not developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with an outline of some of the issues that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help. And once again, I say that because representing yourself is like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. You're not going to win. And if you win, you're not going to know why. And that might be even worse than not winning because likely somebody's going to appeal the decision because you weren't prepared and then you're not going to know how to deal with the next step in the legal process. So I urge you to listen to the show to get an outline of issues that can help you seek out and find professional help to help you with your legal and or financial matter, because sometimes they're going to be combined. Okay, so yes, you guessed it. The purpose of this show is to discuss your money-related 
issues. More than likely, it's going to be the lack of money. But the goal is to help you protect your family's financial health, uh, wealth, and money-related well-being, as I understand these concepts, and to do so in a non-threatening form as we have here on KFAX. And with that said, I want to start a conversation, a very important conversation about love, marriage, money, and debt. You know, according to uh, Investopedia.com, which is an online investment and money management platform that uh, I subscribe to, and they send me a lot of really good stuff just about every day, did you know that sex and money constantly rank as the top two reasons why couples fight. In both cases, they postulate that one member of the pair just can't seem to get enough of he or she needs and considers it to be a scarce commodity that he or she wants more of. So according to nearly every survey on the topic, arguments about money have the dubious honor being the number one source of conflict between married people. In fact, according to a booklet entitled Making Marriage Last, which is published by the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, you know, the guys that help you get unhooked as it was, problems related to financial matters are a major reason why marriages break up. As such, arguments about money hamper many marriages. If you consider the fact that about a third of adults with partners report that money is a big source of conflict in their relationship, it's no wonder that financial problems are the legal cause of divorce. So to help pave a road to better postnuptial finance and a more healthy financial relationship between you and your partner and hopefully a, a better financial relationship between the partners, your children, and money. Here's an accounting of some of the most common financial issues that married couples have to deal with. If you're in a committed relationship, you and your partner owe each other a calm and honest conversation about each other's finances, each other's habits, each other's goals as far as money is concerned, and each other's anxieties. And you really need to leave your egos at the door if you want to have an honest and open relationship and discussion about money that can lead to an open and honest relationship. Because you got to remember, working together, couples can achieve more than singles do. If debt is an issue, then the couple, you need to employ all kinds of tools and strategies to start paying off your debt and get on a better financial footing so that your marriage can last longer. And you should know having children will change everything, especially if you're a blended family, because believe it or not, the third highest reason for people getting divorced is the disagreement about how rearing, how you should rear your children, even if they're own, but your own children, that is to say they're the product of the couple, But if you're a blended family, people get highly upset when one of the other spouses tends to tell the other spouse's child what to do. Uh, Couples, and then don't mix money into the mix as well. So couples who have trouble talking about money can and should seek out marital relationship help 
by reaching out to a clinician, be they a marriage counselor or a a health worker of some type or psychiatrist or a financially astute spiritual advisor or a professional financial advisor or planner who can offer unbiased advice to the couple. Couples can and should work together as a team because, again, according to Investopedia, making decisions about money is part of building a life together. That building should be a constructive process, and you need to work hand-in-hand and not in opposition to and against each other. You need to set goals together, spend money as a collective unit, and that will intend bring the couple closer together because you have a sense that you're building something together and you have a goal that is to not only stay together but to build something financially for yourself and your children. So, and, and you really have to, you know, kick conspicuous consumption to the curb because it might lead you astray. You know, unfortunately, real and imagined power plays prevent couples from the open communication uh, that they need about money. And this is often the case where one partner has a paid job and the other person is a stay-at-home parent, both or stay-at-home partner. Both partners would like to be working, but one is just simply unemployed, or one spouse earns considerably more money than the other, or one partner brought the family, his or her family's wealth into the union and really thinks that he or she should be in charge. When these situations present, again, according to Investopedia, sometimes the money earner, that is to say the one who makes the money or makes the most money often wants to dictate the spending priorities. Although there may be some rationale behind this idea, it is still important that both partners cooperate and act as a team. You have to keep in mind that while joint accounts offer greater access and transparency, it in of itself is not a solution if there's an unbalanced power-money dynamic in the marriage. But what should a couple do with notwithstanding all of their efforts? Something happens, such as a job loss or a business failure or an unforeseen expense, torpedoes even the best thought-out and well-laid-out family financial plan. And what if this unforeseen event causes a change in the financial dynamic, possibly forever. What should you do when basically you're left with possibly as the only way to salvage what you have is to consider filing for bankruptcy? And, you know, I see a lot of couples that come to that conclusion, and it is for that very reason for those reasons. One of them has been working and say it's a two-earner family and one of them gets laid off, laid off permanently. Or somebody gets sick and it might not be the couple or even their children. It might be a parent or a grandparent and somebody needs to take care of them and uh, manage their finances. And that just kind of throws a monkey wrench into 
what was a really well-thought-out financial plan for moving the family forward. So, you know, it's not that people want to file for bankruptcy, but I'm sharing this with you because people with the best plans and the best intentions and the, the couple is working hard together uh, to move things forward. Or I've seen instances where the children get into trouble. Um, you know, that is to say, a child um, who they've worked their whole lives for to, to go to college, something happens to them while they're away. And so when we come back, I'm going to share some advice that I gave to the wife of a Christian couple a few years back when they came to me seeking legal advice about a financial issue. But first, we're going to take a short break. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion on what couples facing financial troubles really need to consider. You know, sometimes we ladies need to be our man's knight in shining armor. What do I mean? Well, in my bankruptcy practice, I have a lot of male clients of all stripes, colors, shapes, and sizes. Because the law allows it, sometimes these men file for bankruptcy on their own, or sometimes they file with their spouses, depending on whether we think filing jointly or on their own will give the family the best possible outcome. However, I have to say that almost to the man, there is a wife or a girlfriend or a significant other that's part of a couple in the relationship. And that partner, that life partner in the picture, it is he or sometimes she or sometimes he who makes my client able to go forward because he or she provides the emotional and physical and other kinds of support that my client needs. And in the words of Martha Stewart, that is a good thing. When I have had, you know, people with these kind of troubles, I share with them that when I was a young housewife and mother way back in the 70s and 80s, our economy was such that a family could have a single breadwinner, and he, because it mostly was he, could earn enough money on his own to take care of the then nuclear family of four, especially if he had a college education that would allow him to land a very good job in an American company from which he could retire after 30, 35 years of loyal service with a gold watch and an even more golden guaranteed pension for the rest of his and his wife's life. In the meantime, in the intervening years, he would generate sufficient income such that he could send his 2.1 children to college and set them off on a great start a foundation that my late dad attempted to provide for me, but I got married instead, but he actually did provide for my younger brothers. However, and unfortunately, because of what's been going on in our country for the last 30 or so years, and even more so today, when we have seen that even the most financially viable companies start shipping 
what used to be high-paying jobs overseas or these same companies invest in technology that basically automates what human beings need to do. And i got to share with you, it's not because immigrants are coming to our country taking those high-paying jobs. The economy that fueled, that needed to propel the American nuclear family forward was capped when these events happened. It was rationed, and sometimes it was eliminated altogether. For example, a study by the United Way Alice Project entitled Working Hard and Struggling to Survive, which was released on May 17, 2018, as a result of the shift in jobs, nearly 51 million households don't earn enough money to afford a monthly budget that includes housing, food, child care, health care, transportation, and a cell phone, all things that every family today needs. And those 51 million households represent 43% of the households in the United States, 43%. So in my practice, I'm seeing more and more men of a certain age, namely 55 to 65, in what should be their peak earning years, who instead have lost their jobs with these great American companies through no fault of their own. And because of their age and experience, and more importantly because of their salary histories, these men are finding it extremely difficult, if not impossible, to find replacement employment. And as such, they are totally stressed out and depressed. And that's a really bad thing. So today, I'm not only talking to these men, I'm talking to their wives, girlfriends, lovers, partners, their significant others of all stripes. To the men, I say, it's okay to cry and feel bad because you're broke. Who wants to be broke? And to their wives, girlfriends, and partners, I say, stay on top of what's going on with your man. And if the problem is the loss of family income because of a job loss or business turned down, don't be a jerk. Don't kick your man to the curb just because it's money. I say to both, get professional, spiritual, and clinical help. Get it because you both will need it to overcome the tough times. And the financial downturn will cause in your relationship, and it will. So here's the real deal, the law according to Selwyn. When you first run into financial difficulties, educate yourself as a couple on what's going on and what's causing the distress. Look at your budget if you have one, or really create one if you don't. After you see what's going on in writing, perhaps you can see how to fix the problem if it's temporary. Maybe you can cut back on expenditures and or make arrangements with your creditors for variances while you look for ways to replace the temporary loss of income. However, if it's a long-term situation, such as the job loss, you should seek the professional help of a bona fide, reputable nonprofit, not those guys on the television who are for-profit, but a nonprofit that can help you come up with a plan to help you deal with your debts. 
And you should talk to a reputable bankruptcy attorney as well, because we have something to say, even if we don't take your case and put you in bankruptcy. We have expertise to share with you. And because I'm also a person of faith, I also believe that speaking with your earthly and or heavenly spiritual advisor can help you see the grand scheme of things. Living a good life is more about making money and acquiring things that money can buy. And sometimes the center of the universe tests us with trials and tribulations to see if we're really serious and steadfast in our beliefs and committed to forward thinking as we travel along the path of our individual spiritual journeys. However, If you're not a person of faith, or even if you are and you don't feel comfortable talking to your priest, pastor, rabbi, or imam about your finances, you should seek out and talk to a clinician to help you deal with the stress and depression and help to save your relationship. You should contact a family physician and ask her to recommend a mental health provider or professional or consider reaching out to the California Association of Marriage and Family Therapists for a local referral, or if you're listening to my voice outside of California, there is an Association of Marriage and Family Therapists in your neighborhood. Unlike the title of the movie, Boys and Even Men Don't Cry, I grew up around boys. I spent my early childhood with an older brother and a first cousin who protected me because I was their kid sister and little cousin. When I went to live with my dad when I was 14, until I finished high school, I was the only girl in the house with three other brothers. And after I finished school, I married the man of my choice. So I've always been around men and boys. And I must tell you that one time or another, I've seen each and every man in my life cry, including my dad. I did not at the time, and I do not now ever think They were less of a man because they cried in my presence when they were in real pain. I remember my dad was so upset when his mother passed and got ill ill and passed. My job in those situations was to listen and to offer whatever assistance I could. Being in debt is not, and not being able to support your family is very painful for a man who's worked his whole life with that goal in mind. You'd be surprised at the number of male clients who cried in my presence. However, they should not. And I don't want them to ever be ashamed that they cried in front of me because I'm their lawyer and confidant. And coming to terms with a financial setback is very painful, no matter what your gender. But you do know, in this whacked out macho society, I've learned that not every man, not any of these men has ever cried in front of their spouse. And I think that's something wrong with that picture. One client told me that he had to be strong for his wife and kids. I say a man is strong when he asks for help from the one person on the planet who should be his very best friend, his wife. And I think a wife needs to be just as sensitive to what's going on with her husband as she is with her children. And the same sensitivity should be expected in reverse. So women, I say get woke. Check your man and make sure he's okay. If he loses his job or his business fails, if he isn't okay, give him your hand and help him and your whole family get the help that you all will need to get past this temporary situation of financial distress that we all have to face sooner or later in life. 
And while I freely admit that I'm a feminist, I couldn't hide it even if I tried, I am far from a feminazi. I like men way too much. Well, maybe I don't like all men. Well, maybe I like some men. Well, maybe I like only a few good men. (laughs) But that being said, we ladies have to be our man's knight in shining armor when they need our help and support, just like they should be there for us. And because, you know, we are the stronger gender, we should have no problem putting on our lady knight suits and helping our man protect our castle. After all, it's our castle, too. That being said, I'm going to leave it there for now. But as always, in closing, I like to say here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law. Till next time, take care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.